0: This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, I we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. This week, Austin Wong is here to talk about two very different movies, Closer and Comic Book Villains. Welcome! Hello! Thanks
1: for having me again.
0: Thank you for coming back for Valentine's Day episode again. it's
1: kind of a tradition now.
0: It is, yes. Um,
1: I come for the pink candy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's true, we have a bowl of just (laughs) heart-shaped pink things, um, including the the classic uh, conversation hearts are in there. Oh. And um, I remember last year I went looking for them and apparently the company that made them went bankrupt or something. They didn't make them at all last year? So, when I went to get some this year, I was just like, oh my God, they're back! Had to get it. Had to get it. I got a kiss me. <laughs> earlier today, I got one that said goals. And I was like, oh, okay. Nice. So, and I got one earlier. I actually took some to my office as well. And we have like a bowl there too. It's fine. And I had one that said text me. And I was like, oh my God, they're coming into modern times. It's really exciting. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> I, know. I didn't find any with a hashtag yet, but who knows? It's going to happen. I think it will happen. Valentine's Day.
1: Valentine's Day. I actually
0: think these two movies are kind of anti-Valentine's Day movies. I would agree.
1: I would say that Closer is probably the worst Valentine's movie you could possibly imagine.
0: Yes. Since it's really, I mean, it is about relationships, sort of. but Very,
1: very toxic relationships.
0: relationships. Yes. Yeah. Um, from beginning to end, and yeah. you're just like,
1: what? But I love it. Mm -hmm. I actually love this. Are we going to talk about that one first? Uh, Or is it the other one? Comic book is alphabetically...
0: Second, but we can talk about it first because the thing with um, comic book villains, I don't remember buying this movie. When I saw it on my shelf and I was like doing my schedule, I was like, what is this? I looked at it. I looked it up on IMDb, looked at the description. I was like, no recollection in any way, shape, or form.
1: And it's such an odd movie. I'd never heard of it before. Okay. when, When... like, I wanted to do the segment because I like Closer so much, mm-hmm. and then the second one was Comic Book Villains. I actually thought that was just a description of a DVD that was a compilation of comic book villains. I thought oh. it was <laughs> something to do with DC or something. Yeah. So that's why I was like, which which villains? Like, what is the DVD exactly? I didn't realize it was the name of the that's movie. That's the
0: actual name of the movie. Yeah. yeah. mm mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, yeah, I had never heard of it. I think I've heard of everything. Mm-hmm. Um... But you'd so, be
0: surprised how many movies are made every year, and how many, like, compared to the amount, like, so many go to the theaters, and so many are, like, like big budget movies, and not just the blockbusters, but, like, the Oscar contenders and all that yeah. kind of stuff, but there are so many that either go straight, straight to DVD, to video, yeah. or is in, in, like, one... You know, movie house for a week somewhere. It does
1: make me wonder, like, who is green lighting these movies and who is. Who's
0: paying for it paying who's for making the... money from it? And, you know? I mean, the
1: people in this movie, like comic book villains, mm-hmm. they're not nobodies. They're not. Like, Natasha no. Leone is in it. Yes. Carrie, what is it, Ellis? Yes. He's Carrie Ellis is
0: in it. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, I mean, the other people I Michael um,
0: Rappaport, Michael Donald,
1: Rapaport. Michael Rapaport, um, Donald Logue. Yes, He's in some uh,
0: Danny Masterson. Yeah, at... Danny
1: Masterson. I mean, it's a fairly well known group of people. Group of yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never heard of this movie. No, but it was interesting. I, I kind of like watching movies that I've never heard of before because mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect.
0: Yeah.
1: Are we talking about this one or? Are we yeah, let's before?
0: do this one. Let's do this one. That's fine. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I started watching this movie. It has, like, that pleasant voiceover by the DJ Qualls character. Mm-hmm. It's very... It seemed... Like, what year was it made?
0: Uh, it was made in
1: 2002. 2002. Because mm-hmm. it looks very 80s at the beginning.
0: It does. I, I don't I, know if it's that, like, it's just got, like, a low production quality or if it's, like, a style they actually went for. I, I wanted that,
1: too. Like, I was trying to decide. Is it supposed to be a period piece? Because it's, like,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: the video stores, for example. Like, I mean, people are...
0: I mean, I 2002, guess, they were still kind of around. Like, they were was, definitely going down, right. but they were around still.
1: It just looked like a very old-fashioned little town. Mm-hmm. But um, They also
0: didn't have cell phones. You no, know, that's true. They, well.
1: did, they didn't have cell phones. Mm-hmm. And the cars were very old. Yes. Like, very...
0: But, like, they were, they were not 80s. Like, they were, like, mid-90s vehicles. Right. So I have a feeling that probably has more to do with the budget of the film <laughs> yes. than trying to make it a period piece I'm thinking.
1: So, I thought it was going to be a light-hearted comedy. hmm Which it mostly is. Yeah. And, like, the music choices and the sort of, I thought, low-stakes rivalry between these two comic book stores. Mm-hmm. And then you, when you realize that the entire thing is about they want to get this collection of comic books, it looks like a silly kind of, they're going to try to outdo each other. Yeah. I wasn't really prepared for how dark it got in terms of
0: yeah, yeah the, they the, all die. They, like, yeah, <laughs> pretty, much. pretty much. They they all die, pretty yeah. much. Well, no, well, most of them die, one goes to prison. Right. Only um, the,
1: the nice guy. But when they killed Eileen Brennan, mm-hmm. I was surprised because yeah. she's a charming, cute little old lady. Old lady, <laughs> yeah. And you don't usually kill a cute little old lady. Mm-hmm. So when he... Threw the knife into her gut, and then everybody was like, what? "She's dead already. Just forget it. She deserves it. She should have sold." Like they were so yeah, and
0: they're horrible. like, "What about the comic books? You got to get the comic books." You know, just just leave her. She's dead yeah. anyways. And, they're
1: terrible people.
0: Yes, they are.
1: Mm-hmm. To a level at that point that I didn't realize they were so terrible. So the movie changed a lot, and then it became more of a
0: yeah, like a quirky, dark, dark. Yeah, it was sort of like into the the psyche of people how money changes you and makes you value things over people, I think is where it was kind of going.
1: Yeah. Or even the comic books, right? Like yeah. They were just obsessed with the comic books. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the money, but also just... Well,
0: no, only one set was for the money. The other guy was like, I just want to read them. I want to touch them. I want to yeah. see them. And he's like, I have no money to get into this fight with you. Right. Just let me... I will help you sell them, but first, let's get them. I want to see them and touch them, and I'll help you get rid of them. Like and He that's... also wanted
1: to get credit for them. he yeah, wanted, he wanted credit at for it. to that table to be the... one of the famous people that had discovered a collection. Yeah, sit Which at like, comic or whatever. That that's the only thing he wanted when mm-hmm. he had no money at all. Yeah. You'd think he'd want some money.
0: I think he'd get some money out of it if he was doing it, I guess.
1: So he was interesting, because at the beginning, he sort of set up to be the lovable loser that the hero
0: He's... kind of likes... <laughs> I don't think he was supposed to come across at the level of a loser at no? any point in time, no. Okay. Because even right for like he comes across so intensely gross, but you start wondering why the quote unquote hero of the story likes himself. So likes much. him. Yeah. But it's just because he's alone, so he's an orphan. Right. Um and is even less than this guy. Yeah. And he's like he knows stuff. It's like it's like when people idolize a person for just being smart. Right. It's not about money, it's not about whatever. It's just like he's into comic books, I'm into comic books, and he knows everything he about knows comic books. He's just like And he was also ah. kind of the
1: creator of this little community of comic book fans that this mm-hmm. guy could feel like he belonged
0: to. Yes. Yeah. So it was like it was like joining a gang and he was like the leader of this gang. Yeah. That yeah. they were part of. Yeah.
1: But see for me, like when they introduced him, he seemed so amiable and kind of nice no you didn't get that well
0: I think my problem is, is as a comic book person and a collector right I go into comic book stores all the time not as much as I used to but like I definitely through like my teens 20s and a little bit of my 30s I went into comic books at least twice a week right And I did not know this about you the turn what well I mean you have a lot of stuff in general I do <laughs> that is true I do have a lot of stuff in general um but the the thing is is that like as soon as he came on screen and they showed his character I was like oh I know that guy. I've met that guy so many times. That guy's a dick. Uh, and that was the, that was the first thing that popped into my head, okay. right? And um it's like one of those things like cuz you know A as a girl and B as a black girl right. we are not comic book people, right? Right. Uh, quote, unquote. The
1: stereotype of a comic book fan would not be you.
0: be Exactly. Right. So I would walk into a comic book store and automatically be like, what are you doing here? Right. Or I'd be looking for something. What that's do you want that annoying. trash for? But you know what? Like, or, that's the you know, kind that of affected
1: white male that we kind of associate as being sort of racist now.
0: It, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But I mean, uh, in like his mind, especially like that kind of character, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't really matter if you're... Black or white or whatever. If you cannot prove yourself to them as being... This nerd, you're not worth their time. Right. You're not worth their interest. You're a dabbler. Yeah. You just you just walk in here and you know, you just want to see a picture book, we'll go somewhere else. Right. You know, it's that kind of thing. So That's as soon as he was introduced, I was like, I met that guy, that guy's a dick. All right. What
1: about the other two, them, The rival comic book people that weren't even really into comic books. Mm-hmm. They were just there to make money. Oh,
0: I've met those people too. Do you like them better? No. 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 Because you can't ask them a question. Right. You can't look for something or if you're like hey i saw this thing and i'm looking for something similar to that they're like i don't know what that is but we have the same thing in the back you're like that's not what i'm looking for you know you want the person that's in between somebody who has at least some knowledge or actually cares about their merchandise but
1: not super snobby about
0: it no yeah exactly but that's i think that's like with any store if you go to buy shoes or a computer or you want a courteous
1: person to help you that's not going to look down on you
0: yeah and you you know something that knows something you know um, so, yeah, I've definitely met the two kinds of people, and then even Danny Matheson's um, character, the rich kid who just comes in to buy comic books, right. he may read them, but it's an investment,
1: right. you know? He's never going to read them. He's yeah. just going to put them somewhere so that yeah. he collects them.
0: So, like, yeah, they're, they're an definitely an all characters that I've recognized and I've well, met that's before. probably why you bought
1: it. I mean, this yeah. is sort of a very strong interest of yours. Yeah.
0: Probably. I just... It was just shocking to me that I had, like, absolutely no recollection of this movie in any way, shape, or form. That's right. And even when it started playing, I was like, I've never seen this. What are you talking about? That's this is hilarious. crazy. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
1: So did you like it? No. No. No.
0: It is not... I get what they were doing, but it's not a good movie.
1: I agree with you. It is not a good
0: movie.
1: hmm I feel like partly there's no character to root for, which is fine. Like you can yeah. have, like, anti-heroes or whatever. But it just, the scale of what they ended up doing seemed so ridiculous that mm-hmm. it just seemed like they wouldn't just jump to this conclusion. They wouldn't
0: get that far yeah. kind of thing, yeah.
1: And they wouldn't suddenly turn into, like, these, well, maybe, but, I mean, they're so indifferent to killing people. Yes. Oh, suddenly. Suddenly. Yeah. And they all seem like, well, most of them seem like relatively normal people. Mm-hmm. It just seemed kind of like a different type of movie that that twist sort of seemed... Yeah, it does switch, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting Mm -hmm. that it switched, but it does seem ridiculous.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think people have killed other people for less. For less. So, I I mean, like, I think the quote-unquote dabblers were all about, like, oh my God, because the wife wanted to have a baby and they were too broke to have a baby and... All this kind of stuff. So I think for them, it was all about the money and what they can, what a future would bring for them. But would they
1: really be okay with like killing a little old lady? Like it's just, it's a very different type of person mm. that is okay with doing the things that they did. And when but, he died, it yeah. seems crazy to me that it was just this. Yeah, that
0: seemed really weird.
1: It just seemed like this weird, a few accidents here and there, and then mm-hmm. there's nothing to do. So let's just kill him.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I think it was just sort of. The writer was like, I have this idea. I want to do this. And then he got to the end and it was like, how do I finish this? What, yeah. what do I do with them now that they're in this bad situation? Do they all go to jail? Do they all die somehow? How are they going to die? It looks you like know? he just
1: kind of came up with the darkest way he could end them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, um, like, even with the, the baseball card thing and whatever, uh, to kind of, like, switch it up, there's other things of value in the home yes. is what they were kind of going for. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, that doesn't make you a good, that kid a good person either. He's I saw a better
1: person that he didn't want to kill anybody. Yes, and he tried to help her. Mm-hmm. Like he he is the only good person in the whole movie because I mean, outside of the lady, I guess the, yeah. the woman, the
2: mm-hmm.
1: old lady, because like he was just trying to help his friend mm-hmm. and. Then when it started getting bad, he didn't want to do it anymore. Exactly. He had no real vested interest in these comic books.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think the reason why, too, is that he finally had a friend outside of the group he was used to. And he's like, oh, maybe friendship is, you know, telling stories and listening to each other and not being yelled at about having to do something. They were very
1: explicit about that, too, when he said, I realize that there's a world outside of comic books. Mm -hmm. And an old lady is, like, saying, yeah, my son didn't really live his life because he was obsessed with comic books. So, Yeah read other things, or when she talks about Spain. So it was, yeah, it was very much she was like this little window to a different world.
0: Yeah, to just experience something else, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. Which was nice. I mean, I feel like if it focused more on his journey, because he was kind of a backseat character in a way. Like, mm-hmm. he was there for a lot of it, and you could see sort of growth, but he was kind of the narrator, and he had nothing to do with the real plot. Yeah. It was so focused on this rivalry between the two that I mean, if there's a lesson to be learned, it sort of seemed like an afterthought.
0: Yes, that is very true. I I agree. I don't know. Like, I I just have such short notes on this movie because it wasn't so bad that I was like, oh my God, everything is wrong. But also at the same time, I was just kind of like, eh. You know, know. like I just shrugged at what was going on. It was not very deep, really. No. And it was
1: like, I mean, it wasn't that predictable for me because I didn't know where it was going to go. But it was a very surface kind of... Like, what are they going to do? Because it's, like, just the most kind of obvious things. Like, now we're going to try to steal it, and things are going to go wrong. Yes. I mean, one thing I thought was sort of interesting was Carrie... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Elvis, Elwes.
0: I know. I think I always get it wrong, too. Let's just call him
1: Carrie. Carrie, yes. Carrie, I'm not used to seeing him as a crazy, efficient fighter thug. (laughs)
0: Okay, that makes sense, yes. Yeah, because he was the bad guy, yeah. He was
1: the bad guy. I actually did enjoy him, though. Like, I felt he was, he looked very handsome in his broodingness. Yeah. And they painted him as, like, you know, he's just hanging at a strip club watching a stripper girlfriend. Like, they were working so hard to make him, like, this sort of badass guy. Yeah. And I couldn't quite believe it at first because Mm. I just think of him as Princess Bride or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel he kind of sold it. And I kind of enjoyed him because he was so different than the other characters. Like, I kind of liked having
0: him, him around.
1: But mm. at the same time, he was just a plot device. Like, they yeah. didn't really explore him at all.
0: Yeah. Because it then... was more about just be like, let's throw a little bit of chaos in here, yeah. but
1: we're he not going to do of the, to tip it over into the chaos.
0: Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. there. I love that one of my notes here is ugh Babylon Five because they made mention of Babylon Five. This so this is the this is the level of how I was looking at this movie. Okay, <laughs> I mean, what can I say? That's it's fine. Great. It's fine. And also, one thing I did notice in one shot in the the um, in the comic book store because the last episode we did was uh, on clerks. A guy yeah. in there was wearing a clerks t-shirt, and I was like, oh. Connection. Yeah? So, I, yes, I just Well, want this to is clearly,
1: I think, somewhat inspired by Clarence. Like, kind of losers sort of pontificating about things. hmm
0: mm-hmm. You
1: know, it's similar.
0: It's, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think
1: it's... mean, a better movie by far.
0: Yes. I mean, it was done, uh, like, 15 years earlier, but it was definitely still better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 15? No, 10. 10 years earlier. Um, It was definitely better. There was more of, like, a actual, like, point... To the overall, you know, yeah. goings on. Whereas this, you're just like, people killed an old lady for comic books, right? And then start killing of gotcha. each other for no I reason.
1: Mean, I feel like, yeah, in particular, yeah, exactly. Like the 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 movie does have kind of a moral because mm-hmm. of the narrator. He explicitly says, "Oh, there was more to life than books." And now I'm traveling, and now I'm in Spain. Or yeah, whatever. like I mean, but I feel like the meat of the movie does not really serve that moral that much. It was just more about enjoying how Mm. female these people can get.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, because of the acting level that's actually in the movie and these kind of weird roles, I wonder if the problem with the movie has more to do with the editing than the actual, like, story being told. Because if it was, like, edited together slightly differently and, like, the the main guy be more in it compared to the rivalry and sort of had tighter scenes instead.
1: And yet he doesn't have much of a plot except that he's sort of hanging around. Like Mm. the driving plot is this rivalry. It's almost like one of the people, like he should even, he should have been maybe more involved in the plot and been one of the people that had a rivalry and he has a change.
0: Well, maybe that's like, that's the whole point is that these people are so obsessed with the rivalry. They forget about him and the fact that, he's also a contender in all of this right kind of thing i don't I don't know I think I thought it was a bit
1: strange too, when Natasha Leone decided to run over the guy
0: yes, like that <laughs> was in the, the first volley
1: and kind of extreme <laughs> violence that seems unwarranted yeah
0: as he's walking eating chocolates for some reason crossing yeah, the street
1: exactly you're
0: <laughs> just like what's happening like even if
1: you want to beat him for this thing it doesn't seem like your first move is to run him over with your car Oh, great! it's yeah. very obviously that you did it mm-hmm.
0: yeah because we can see you and your vehicle and in the middle of the identify day
1: you. it's it's a crazy thing to do plot wise mm-hmm. in any way because like he, i mean he doesn't report or anything like that but it's just yeah yeah
0: I mean, and I at that, that point in time, he hadn't done anything to them no. either.
1: And you know? he went over there with this kind of silly plan that he's giving up. He He's going to accept that they'll buy all the comic books. He just wants the credit and mm-hmm. wants to help them. And mm-hmm. then she's very mean to him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> for kind of no reason.
0: No reason at all, yeah. But I think maybe... Because the way the story is set up is that they've had a rivalry for a long time. So maybe it's some of that animosity or something. I don't, I don't I know. kind of hard
1: to really... Like in real life, if there's a town and there's two different stores and they're on opposite sides of a town, like that mm. seems sort of legitimate.
0: Yeah. To me, yeah. Like
1: you can have more than one store. I guess mm. the whole point was it's such a small town that it's hard to have more than one store. Store, yeah,
0: and you you fall into a group like yeah. the real readers or the dabblers, and that or decides Michael which store you go to. Though. Yes.
1: He was the <laughs> other. He's actually the other kind of innocent.
0: In the whole thing, yeah, because yeah. at he, at the end he's like. He's like, I told her and she doesn't want to sell, so let's forget about exactly. it. And the wife is just like, No, we have to do
1: yeah, this. Yeah, she goes all insane. Yeah. And he didn't like know that the other party was interested at first. He legitimately got a tip, went over and mm-hmm. asked. He didn't yeah. really plot anything.
0: No, he didn't. And then the wife kinda of went crazy and killed and him. Essentially kills him. So it's I d I don't know. Like I I think this is the problem with this movie. There's a lot of like, why did you do this? Exactly. Why is this happening? Yeah what is what is the point of what you're doing. It's it's sort of a weird overall thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. The extreme swings in their actions does not seem supported by their motivations or what we've seen.
0: Exactly. So
1: it just seems like out of the blue and it's hard to know how to take
0: it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why the movie comes across so meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was easy to watch. Yes, it was easy. It wasn't a long movie. It was was
1: not a long it was an hour and a half, but it was like It moved relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like also how dark he got, that he's like menacing this poor girl with a hammer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like it just seemed really out of, well.
0: It it seemed unnecessary. It seemed
1: unnecessary.
0: Yeah. To be
1: that violent and that, Mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't seem, like he seems like a true psychopath by that
0: point. By that point, yes. But also he made it extremely sexual as well. Yes, he did. Yeah. Cause he was going on about how oh he like a girl like that yeah and, and I was just like oh so you're gonna start there and then get worse okay I don't I don't like no. this
1: yeah it was not a fun scene
0: no no um it was I think it was just kind of unnecessary I don't know I'm really happy they didn't actually show any of the violence yeah. that happened yeah um it was left to the quote unquote imagination. Right. But when they show her later and she's getting pulled out on gurney, you're just like, "Oh my god, yeah, what did you do? to This exactly. poor woman." He must
1: have smashed her feet because he said that he she wasn't going to be able to dance anymore. Or, yeah,
0: yeah, and her face was bloody and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's, that's pretty awful. Her. I mean, you know,
1: I guess it's supposed to think like he got what he deserved.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Suicide by cop.
0: Yes. Ugh, it's all kind of horrible. Yeah. I think the more than I think about it, I'm like, oh, this is not a good movie. <laughs> I mean, if you think
1: about what happened to all of them. Like, it's quite grim given the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. All their deaths and what happened. It yeah. seems so unnecessary.
0: It does. Well, and I think maybe that's one of the reasons why it falls so flat. You're like, there's no real reason any no. of this is happening.
1: I mean, it's almost going for that kind of Tarantino vibe where there's extreme violence, but with kind of quirky conversation and unexpected swings. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, those movies work so much better because I don't know why. You can kind but of believe the we, characters more. Yeah,
0: I think the the way the characters are developed makes more sense mm-hmm. um, compared to this. Because, uh, yeah, the, like you said, the, the characters just, they go and they jump. They don't, there's no like real progression, no. right? From being like this innocent bystander to being this like crazy killer. Yeah. So it's kind of odd. Um, but, I mean, I, I think, um, who was it? A guy named James Robinson who wrote and directed it. I didn't check if it was his first movie or not. I, I did either.
1: Did he do anything else
0: after that? Let's just see. All right. He did very little and some very bad movies. James Dale Robinson? Ooh. Yeah.
1: So he's the actual he, he's the writer of comic books and screenplays and he's known for his interest in vintage collectibles and memorabilia.
0: Yeah, it makes a so lot of sense.
1: It does. So he wrote something that he knows and loves.
0: Yeah, this is the only movie he directed.
1: Okay.
0: Um he was given a special thanks in Justice League and Avengers Endgame for some reason. Who knows? <laughs> um, but he was also a has a writing credit for comic book villains, of course. And after that, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was a horrible comic book movie, and Son of Batman video. So this was very much
1: probably a passion project for
0: him. Yeah, probably. It looks like it. Have you ever seen The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No, I have not. You want to talk about a waste of a cast and a waste of a story? (laughs) uh, And it's so hard to watch. Who is in that movie? Uh, Sean Connery is the first person that comes to mind. I remember when it was out. I just didn't see it. Yeah, don't. It's okay. Let's see. Uh, Sean Connery, Stuart Townsend, Shane West, Peter Wilson. I thought the actors that they had in the movie should have done the movie justice. Like visually and stuff. And like seeing stuff they'd already been in, they have the ability. But then the actual movie, like the storyline, how they put it together... The amount of CG they put in there in the worst ways. It was yeah. just that's too bad not. It yeah.
1: got a bit of a push too. Like it wasn't a small movie.
0: Oh no, it was a crazy big movie. Like it was one of those movies that was like supposed to be a big budget film, like a big franchise, made all of the money. We're gonna yeah. come back for a franchise. The ending of the movie sets up for a franchise, and it bombed like crazy. Right.
1: So I think it's very tricky to well. Maybe I'll take it back. I was going to say, like, when you try to do a movie based on a comic book or something that has really big fans, it can fail very miserably if people feel like you've been untrue to the source material or whatever.
0: It's not just untrue to the source material, but if you don't actually understand the source material and you only understand, like, the top level of it, you're like, ooh, it's about um, a hunter and a vampire and... Um, Dorian Gray, they're hanging out together in old England. Oh, we can do that. Right. No, but it's more about like the characters and their backstory and how their relationship is built together and stuff happens because of their relationship. You know, that kind of thing. Some depth. There's some, yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem with movies like, with like League of Extraordinary, there's no depth to it. Everything's just right on the surface. There's there's no character building. Yeah. Yeah. Action, action, action. So, it's kind of hard, like, when you don't actually understand the character.
1: I mean, in a way, that's what the problem is with this movie, too. This comic book go Because everything is just the things they do. Mm -hmm. We kind of understand because they want money. But we don't spend very much time with them learning about those people. Like, we just see them doing things.
0: Well, I think that based on the description of um, who he is that you just read, um, I think that has to do with the fact that he's, like me met these people in his dealings, getting memorabilia and comic books and whatever. So he knows
1: who they are. He right? knows
0: who they are, but he's not friends with them. He doesn't see what they do outside of that. He doesn't see the depth of where they go. He's right. just like, wouldn't it be interesting if I had all these people together and something crazy happened? <laughs> and, and I think that's what he did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe that's why there's not death, because he doesn't really know who the characters actually are. That makes sense. Yeah. It's not
1: the room bad.
0: Oh, no. It's no, 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 no. It's,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a watchable movie, mm-hmm. and it's got a plot. Yeah. It's a fine. It's fine. It's yeah. just not very good.
0: And if you like comic books, there's a lot of, like I said, there's people you've met in this. Right. Also, they talk about a lot of comic books where you're like, ooh, I like that one and that one. Name dropping. It's very exciting.
1: And I mean, I don't mind when movies go dark. It just seems it was so pointless for them.
0: Yes. And that's the problem with that. Yeah. And, and talk about dark movies. <laughs> I guess we can switch to Closer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because
0: we hit dark and I was just like, Whoo
1: It is dark. Dark
0: movies, like beginning to end. That movie is pretty dark.
1: It's, it's, yeah. So I'll I'll tell you, so Closer, when I found, like I'm a huge Julia Roberts fan. Mm -hmm. Like she's my all-time favorite Actress, actor, like mm-hmm. I love her. I've I loved her ever since Pretty Woman. Okay, and so I would religiously go see every single thing she she did, like First Day, and I'd try to read everything about it or whatever. Yeah. So I I had heard that she was going to be in this movie, mm-hmm. and I went out and I bought the play because this oh, movie okay. closer is based on a play. I
0: did not know that. Okay. Yeah,
1: and uh, actually, the the screenwriter Patrick Marber, mm-hmm. he's also the person that wrote the play. Okay, he adapted his own work for a screen oh, yeah. okay and he's on other plays as well
2: mm-hmm.
1: anyway so i got the script from uh theater books that store that used to exist okay um and i just thought this is so amazing like it's just like the words were so uh like the dialogue you see in the movie mm. like, it's very witty they're very eloquent. Yeah. They're very well spoken. And but and it's, it's
0: also very like intense. It's and, very like, intense, and yeah. they,
1: they really dig at each other like mm-hmm. mercilessly. Yes. But it was it's it's kind of a pleasure to read as well because mm-hmm. I mean it's so well written and you can hear their voices. Yeah. Um. So at the time I had a roommate. Um. Her name was Monica, and she used to. She was pretty theatrical. Hmm. Um. And so I had this play, and one night for something to do, we decided that we would. Because it was really only the four characters. Yes. We would just read the entire play out loud. And I was <laughs> oh the two male characters yeah. and she was the two female characters. And mm-hmm. we just sort of performed the play in our apartment. Okay. It was so fun. Yeah. Like, it's fun to say the words. Okay. And it's fun to kind of get all dramatic. Because so many dramatic things happen in this movie. Yes. In this play. Yeah. Um, anyway, all that to say, I'm a huge fan of the play. Mm-hmm. Even though it's dark. Yeah. And uh, I was dying to see it, and so I was very excited to see the movie. And when I watched it, I feel like they did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very faithful.
0: Oh, it is? Okay. To the yeah. play.
1: Very, very faithful. Okay. And, like, the actors... Like, I've never actually seen the play performed. Okay. So, this is the... This, it's the only thing I've ever seen it performed. Outside of yeah. my own performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd love to see the play if it was ever staged. Yeah. Somewhere, but... um. So I, I mean, so I had probably a different level than a lot of people because I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I knew where they were going to go, mm-hmm. and um, I was also familiar with the dialogue to the point where I was kind of waiting for lines. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I, I really liked this movie. But I remember raving about it and being excited about it and bringing friends to see it and everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like people thought it was okay, but a lot of them thought it was chilly, a little too distant. Like they found it. Cold. They didn't like any of the characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they didn't really enjoy it.
0: I don't think you're meant to like any of the characters. though. no, no. they're all, they're all <clears throat> awful
1: people. Except for poor Natalie Portman, Alice. She's
0: no, so I. No, she's... I don't. I don't think. I don't think she's a nice person in I particular. Feel, I feel bad for her. I feel. I think she gets the worst deal out of all of it she by the end of the, gets the movie. Worst deal, yeah. um, But I also don't think she's a nice person either. I
2: how come?
0: Um, so the thing is is her her character, like she if she's into something, she's into something. If she's not into something, she's just out. She just yeah. leaves, she just goes. She just decided, Disappears. Yeah. And you know what? If you can turn off that love and not love, fine. But at the same time, you are not taking responsibility of what you have done within a relationship or anything. Um and she comes across as I think they try to bring across as you know a nymph, like she's young and she's naive, but she's she's precocious. As she's well. precocious yeah. But she's also alluring with this whole stripper thing, and she's like, "Ooh, look at my body! Look at yeah. all this kind of stuff!" Right? And like, I I th- the problem is is there's she doesn't take responsibility for herself. She doesn't take responsibility for her space. She doesn't take responsibility for her actions towards other people, even though in this particular story, things are done to her that are not very pleasant. I can
1: see that. She is quite careless with other people. Yes. But in this story... She definitely gets the shaft.
0: She does. Yeah. By the end and of it, you're just like. I mean, I'm
1: happy that she walks away at the end. Oh, yeah. Because he's such a dick. He is. Like, he. So, Jude Law's character. Is
0: the worst out of all of them.
1: He's the worst. He cannot mm. decide who he wants. He wants.
0: No, it's not that he can't decide. It's he that he it wants
1: all. everything. He wants it all. And he doesn't want anybody else to have anything. Everything.
0: Yeah. And also, if he can't have it, he wants it even more. And he exactly. fights harder and harder and exactly. harder for it. So, because, like, especially the part where. um julia roberts um they're finally together yes and he she sleeps with her ex-husband this is, this
1: is, okay yeah just to get him to sign the divorce paper
0: yeah that's why she she does it first of all the fact that she did it is stupid second of all like the fact that jude law suddenly completely disgusted and turned off by her because of this Which, you're just like you fought so hard for her, and you were sleeping with her while she was sleeping with her husband in the first exactly. place. And then suddenly, she's disgusting, and you can never see her again. And you're just like...
1: It's so ridiculous. What? Like, it's such, <laughs> a, it's such a ridiculous reaction, given what he's done. Done, yes. But he's done far worse. Mm-hmm. And she did it just so that they could get him out of the way. Like, it yeah. was so ridiculous what? that I felt like I hated him before, but then mm-hmm. I hated him even more. Even
0: then. more at that point in time. Because yeah. there you are... Like you broke, you broke someone's heart. Then you broke up another relationship yeah. to get what you want, and when you have it, all of a sudden you're just like that thing's tainted. I will get it away from me. Yeah,
1: and then he loses that relationship, and then he goes back to Alice, mm-hmm. and then he fucks that up yeah. too, just because he's worried that she slept with Larry as well.
0: Yeah, because he's because he... he's
1: weirdly territorial about it, even yes. though he's fucked everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The fact that she slept with him and he cannot let it go.
0: But I think that's what happens when people who cheat are always paranoid that other people
1: are cheating. I don't understand why they care though. I mean, they may be, but I mean, how do they I mean, I how do they justify their own cheating without saying, well, I mean, I cheated but I still love this person. Why can't they just extrapolate that kind of logic?
0: Well, I think it's because they they've been on they don't want to be on the receiving side of that. Right. Right. They're they're like, this is me, this is how I am, whatever. But if it's done to them, they're just like that's unacceptable. But
1: well, I just think that's very hypocritical.
0: It is very hypocritical. I'm not doubt I'm not saying no to yeah. that at all. It is very hypocritical. <laughs> um people like that are I wanna say they're narcissistic, really. Well, they definitely are, because yeah.
1: they literally only care about their own feelings. Mm-hmm. They don't care about anybody else. Yeah. That's right. And I mean they could be sociopath like I think Jude Law is a sociopath for sure. Okay. I don't think anybody else is. I think Larry... Oh,
0: really? You no, know,
1: okay. Let's just... So, okay. Jude Law. Yeah. He gets with Alice. Then he wants to get with Julia because he's, she's the hot photographer. photographer and she's yeah. kind, He's kind of bored of Alice. Mm-hmm. And then he... And
0: he's aggressive about it.
1: He is aggressive yeah. about it. But, I mean, from Julia's perspective, she's single at the time. Mm-hmm. She turns him down, but mm-hmm. then eventually she gives in. Yeah. Which... I don't think... It doesn't make her a sociopath. You know, people Mm -hmm. make that questionable ethical choice. But Mm -hmm. he's definitely the worst... Yeah. The worst in that situation. Yeah, I
0: mean, because she gives in and She just kisses him. Yeah. And then um, you find out that she... Like, she knows that he's in a relationship. But then she finds out, like, no, we're living together. And then she's like, oh, no, this is too far. You know, it's because I think he's at a... She's at a... She has a line she won't cross. Right. And unfortunately, I know some, I know people like this where they're like, if you're not married, you can do whatever you want. Right. But I think she's at a point where if you're living together, you're practically married. I, that's not a line I'm going to cross. I'm not yeah. going to break that up. Yeah. Right. Which is sort of like a, a weird line, but. But it,
1: it shows uh, that she has some sort of standard.
0: Yeah. Whereas he. No, he has... doesn't
1: care. He, he really does not care at He all. doesn't. Yeah. And he just wants what he doesn't have at the
0: moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And or the yeah. thing that's, like, resisting him. He's like, I must have it more, yeah. you know?
1: But see, Alice is very innocent in that, right? So they get together and meet cute, and then mm-hmm. they are together for quite a long time. He writes a book about her and all that kind of yeah. thing. Steals. And then she's like. crying when she overhears him talking to Julie Roberts. Mm-hmm. So she's she's heartbroken, and then, like, I don't think she does really anything that bad. Like I feel like she's kind of victimized to this entire thing. Yeah.
0: No, and, yeah, yeah. and
1: And then that scene with Larry... Sorry. The scene with Larry in the strip club is one of the best scenes in that movie. Yes. It's It's I think so gross though. So gross. Yeah. But it's so effective. Mm -hmm. And like the way he thinks she keeps lying to him, but in the end we find out that she's been telling she's
0: He's the only one she's told the truth to Exactly. He's the
1: only one she's told the truth to. Mm -hmm. But I mean I just love that scene. But I
0: think it also means that she's been playing games in that relationship as well. Her her other relationship. She has, you
1: know. but to protect herself partly, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And at that point, like, it's just, I, I just think that scene is so interesting because he gets increasingly angry mm-hmm. and she's so detached. Yes. And she's detached because of everything that's happened to her and she's defending herself. hmm So, and like at that point, the other two have gone off with each other. Mm-hmm. So he's just there trying to commiserate in some small yeah, way.
0: Yeah. He's like drunk and he's like, I want to take something that he had. Yeah. Let's do this, and I think that that scene replays in the last scene of the movie where she leaves. Yeah, where she at both of those situations when she's being interrogated, she tells the truth the whole time. Yes, and both men are just like, "Why are you lying to me?" I know you are just lying to me, and they go on and on and on and abuse her until she's just like, "Believe what you want." I don't. I don't even. That's why I think
1: she's such a victim in this movie. Like I really. I mean, you know, she, can, she makes some poor choices. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything fundamentally wrong that she does. She's just screwed over over and over again in
0: this yeah. movie. Within the movie, yes. But I, I think fundamentally her character, like I think <clears throat> if you put her in another situation or the situation that had her land in London in the first place, see what happened before that, I have a feeling she's sort of... She's generally not... She, You know what she reminds me of? Holly Golightly. Right. I hate Breakfast of Champions with a passion because I Breakfast of Tiffany's. Sorry, Breakfast of Breakfast of Tiffany's. Sorry, because I hate Go holly, Go Lightly so so, so much. Yeah, she's careless with people's feelings, yeah. possessions, emotions, and situations well, and she's state.
1: So she's just trying to. Yeah.
0: yeah, and she refuses to take responsibility. Yes, right, and yeah. the thing is, people are just like, "Oh, but she's so beautiful, and she's so whimsical, and blah blah blah," yeah. and I'm like. She's a bitch.
1: She's is not true. a good
0: person. And, it is true. And that's the kind of character that um, Natalie Portman's Alice reminds me of. It's that kind of... But even though bad things are done to her, just like Hollywood Lately, she's sort of like pulled left and right, but yeah. then refuses to take responsibility for stuff. I guess
1: for me, I I see her... Like, she's still young. She's mm-hmm. pretty hopeful. And I think she's, she's supposed
0: to be like 24 or 22 yeah. or something. and she's sort of
1: on her own. We don't know why she's there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's obviously had some stuff happen to her that yes. she's lying about who she is and mm-hmm. like that. But, I mean, I feel like she's basically surrounded by these vipers that are doing terrible things. So she's kind of re- responding to that. Yes. So I feel like it's hard to know that... She would be like that anyway, mm-hmm. given that we see her through the prism of these super toxic men. Yes. Um, like, you know, I'd like to think that if she and Julia were able to actually spend a, a lot of time together, they would have actually been able to become healthier people.
0: And be like friends. You yeah, know. maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, both having been through the same things. Yeah. But, um,
0: but it, it always, like, the thing that shocks me too is that, Uh, also Larry took Julia Roberts back in the first place or that Julia Roberts actually wanted to go go back back. to him. You know, because he's kind of, a he's, he won't hit her, and it shows a couple of times that he's like, how dare you think I would hit you, I'm not that kind of monster, but you are so Close. mentally yeah. and verbally abusive to this woman, yeah. you know, it's shocking to me.
1: But you don't even realize how bad he is at the beginning, because he seems like a really nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, like, I kind of like the way they meet, although it's somewhat hard to believe that this would play out the way we, we did, yeah. But I mean, let's just accept that that's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then... So this crazy Jude Law character tries to set him up somehow. Yeah. And then they end up falling in love anyway, and they yeah. call him Cuba. I thought that was really cute. Yeah. And even, like, their whole thing. Like, he, he offers some sort of stability, and he's devoted to her, and all that kind of thing. Like, yeah. he seemed fine. It's just that when when tested, he, he turns into quite a terrible person. He does. And that shows the character of a person. Like, yeah. Like, more that when they're down on the luck, or when they're mm-hmm. against the wall... How they react more than when everything is great.
0: Yeah. Because it's
1: easy to be a great person when everything is great.
0: When it's great, great. exactly. But he becomes very vile when things are not working in his favor. Particularly that
1: scene that we were just talking about, like with Natalie Portman in the strip club. That's Mm -hmm. where I feel like he's really at his worst, Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Because he's really... Yeah. You know.
0: Because she's literally stripped to nothing. Yeah. And then he keeps clawing at her to strip away yeah. at her, how she feels about herself. Yeah. His personality, the life she's led so far. It's and very
1: disturbing.
0: It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's one of the, the things... I don't know why I hadn't picked this up before in this movie, which is, it I should have picked up pretty easily, actually, is the fact that the men in this movie, so Jula and uh, Clive yeah. Owen... Yeah. Um, both of them are very righteous in their attitudes and, and the things that they do. They say they're sorry, but they're clearly not sorry, right? Um, cause even the part in where Julia Roberts tells Clive Owen that he, they've been cheating, but the three seconds before that, it's like, he was just on a trip to New York, walks down the stairs. He's like, I put on clothes cause you might leave me.
1: Right.
0: I had sex with a hooker and you're just like,
1: yeah, Exactly.
0: like why why but he doesn't seem apologetic about it no he's just like i'm preparing myself to like retribution for my actions but he's not sorry about it no and then you see the part where um uh jude law is with Natalie portman's character and he walks in and he's like i have to talk to you i've been having an affair and he doesn't apologize for it. He's like, I don't want you to cry, and yeah. this just happened. But he doesn't apologize no. for it. But the thing is, is the two men against the women, they're, they degrade and call them whores, and they're disgusting. And the two women are like, like even Julia Roberts' character, she literally says, I'm disgusted with myself. Yeah. And he just keeps attacking her. And Natalie Portman is there begging, begging, oh, so and crying. I he's know. like, but why won't you love me? Let me love you, yeah. and you know, let it's... me make love to you, and blah, 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 and you're just like, but why? You have these unapologetic people doing these horrible things, so and you still want to keep them. It's, it's because, because you know. they're obsessed with
1: them, right? They yeah. become very dependent on them. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the two men really are, like, Jude Law especially does come off like a sociopath, because he's mm. not able to empathize with other people's emotions. He doesn't seem to and at all. he feels no. like he's in the right just by announcing... What he wants to do next, yes. and people need to just accept that. And he's doing right by her by being open about what he wants to do next, mm-hmm. like regardless of how she feels about it or how yeah. it's hurting her. Yeah, and like I mean, you know, that's why it, it is not, It's definitely difficult to watch from that perspective because mm-hmm. like the characters are so horrible.
0: Yeah, because I think there's a difference between telling the truth and just hurting somebody. Right. Like, because you can tell the truth day in and day out. Yeah. But you can keep stuff... Because I can walk down the street and see people I'm like, I hate your shoes. Yes. Your hair is stupid. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just telling the truth, but it's completely unnecessary it's and cruel. it's mean. And, and it's, it's also, cruel. And, and, and that's what not, they're and, doing. Yeah.
1: And it's... I mean, this is too light a word, but the, like the, he has no tact, right?
0: Exactly. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, it shouldn't matter how he delivers it. It's really... What he's doing and what he does for the whole movie, mm-hmm. like he keeps tiring of them, and then yeah. wanting someone else, and then tiring of them or wanting, being to, jealous go and wanting to go and... back. And then yeah. like, you know, I, I couldn't believe that he wants to go back after that whole Julia
0: Larry yeah. debacle,
1: right? Yes. Because he clearly has lost Julia. It's not like he leaves her on purpose to. Want to go back to Alice? He's just so mad about.
0: Yeah, so he just walks away. Yeah, even I though mean, you've just broken this person's life apart. Exactly. You know, for you, and you're just like, "Ma'am, over it."
1: And I feel like when, like, when Natalie Portman takes him back, like it just seems so ridiculous that mm-hmm. she take him back after yeah. that. But she's young, and she likes him so. Mm-hmm. But that's why, I kind of, like when she realizes that he's freaking out mm-hmm. about did she sleep with Larry mm-hmm. when they were still broken up. Yeah. And after he just had this huge affair and left her for this other woman, yes. he has no right to ask To be her.
0: asking for that question. No, exactly. not at all. And, and the fact that
1: she can see that he thinks he's got every right. Yeah. And he says, after she tells him, he goes, I forgive you.
0: Yeah. Which is like,
1: outrageous. It's like,
0: like, no, that's...
1: You don't need to forgive you,
0: I, me. I don't need your forgiveness.
1: So that's why I kind of love that she goes, I don't love you anymore." Mm-hmm. Like it's anymore. It's the only time in the entire movie, really, that I feel like... He the, gets some kind of just consequences. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and it's true. It's, 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 he deserves that outcome. He doesn't yeah. deserve her love. He doesn't deserve yeah. anybody's love, really, if that's how he's treating He deserves people. to be alone. He does. Yeah. And,
1: like, Julia, I felt, because I love her, but I felt like she does deserve to be in a relationship, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look like she's particularly happy.
0: No. I don't think he's... she, I think, I don't think she deserves to be in that relationship. Right. I think she, actually needs to find somebody who makes her happy. Yeah, And the thing is, Clive Owen's character was, when it started, was an amusement, right? It was like a distraction. It was, you know, it was just, you know, something that was like, yeah, let's give this a try. He's like a
1: handsome, successful person. Yeah. It seemed like on paper he's fine. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. But, but that doesn't... But, you know, when in, in practice, sometimes that doesn't always work out. No. And it was very clear that may have been the case at that point, right? But
1: she also said something to the effect that, like, it was a stable life that she had. Mm-hmm. It, and she kind of liked that.
0: Yeah. and But a, there's a difference between a happy life and a stable life. Yeah. And and I think that's one of the reasons why also she kept cheating with...
2: Yeah. You know, is because that... she wasn't happy. She
0: wasn't happy. Right. Like, it was... Like it's one of those grass is greener things. On on the surface, everything's perfect. They have a nice house, they they have like a nice car, they go on trips together, yeah. they can go have dinner, but they don't have anything to say to each other, They don't have anything to do, she's bored. She's like, Why not do something else? And I yeah. And even the part where he's like, I had sex with a hooker, that must mean I'm sorry, if you're in a committed relationship and you're you're on a trip for like a week. There's no reason to have sex with a hooker.
1: There's no reason. But they're brutally honest with each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Like, it's kind of... I don't know. I mean, on that point... Like, I married and we're very monogamous. And, Mm -hmm. like, that would be the last thing I would ever do. Yeah. You know, like, that... I can't really fathom it. However... I know a lot of couples that are in open relationships mm-hmm. and they seem to be making it work. So but there, there I think that, yeah, but they were not in an open relationship. Exactly. They, like there's a difference between
0: yeah. if you have a discussion, yeah. we are in an open relationship. But we it are feels like this.
1: that is a couple that should probably talk about that. Yes. Because yeah. they clearly like to wander.
0: Yeah. They do. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. But going back to Alice, who turns out to be Jane Jones, mm-hmm. um, Okay, so what did you think of this? So at the very beginning, when she's in London, she's not used to the way cars are on the opposite side of the road. Mm-hmm. So she gets hit by a car when she's crossing the intersection because she's looking the wrong way.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, I, I, like when they do that, they kind of pan down from the, the, the lights or whatever and they yeah. show her that then she gets hit. Um, and then Jude Law says something like, you know, you have to be careful look at the right way you're looking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: At the end of the movie it ends with her crossing the street. Yeah. And it goes up to the lights. Mhm. Is it supposed to be like she's going to get hit by a car?
0: I hope not. <laughs> I actually did not pick up on that at all because
1: it was so bookendy.
0: Yeah. Well, cuz the thing the the thing is the thing that I picked out of that last scene is the fact that she is walking
1: In and New York. all
0: of the men that she passes are looking at her. Yeah. They all turn around. They Somebody obviously makes a cat call and she's ignoring it. They're all checking her out, yeah. which means it's e-
1: going to continue in a it's way. It's going to
0: continue, yeah. You know, that, that's what I picked out about it. Like, I remember the pan up, but I didn't pick up on, like, the lights thing.
1: I, I, I saw that she was being victim, like, I mean, objectified, mm-hmm. continued, right? Which is kind of the great tragedy of her character. Yeah. But I wondered, is she crossing the street and intentionally gonna get hit by a car sure. or is she going like that's a very dark thing to say, say but yeah
0: but it's also a dark movie it is
1: and, and I, I kind of felt like i don't know
0: but also i mean i didn't think about it that way but at the same time that would that was right before you see jude law go into that park where those people die and you see the name alice on the wall yeah,
1: and the brave um type thing.
0: yeah so maybe that's a connection to yeah. that. Like now she's, she's no. not just dead to you. She's, she's dead. dead. So I
1: hope that's not what's supposed to happen. Cause yeah. I, I like her, but mm-hmm. I feel kind of like, but in
0: the, in the play, do they allude to her dying at I the end to, or? I don't
1: think so. I have to read it again. Again. Okay. I'll find it.
0: Yeah. I'm just curious now. Like, oh, maybe that is a illusion or maybe they allude to something else at the end of the movie or, yeah. you know, or something then like I'm that. I'm going
1: to try to find it. It's mm-hmm. packed deep in my basement. So
0: somewhere, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I actually when I rewatched it um like I remember liking this movie when I saw it. I liked it when I bought it. And I was kind of very afraid that I was like, oh, this movie's going to be difficult and I'm going to hate it. But I actually did. It made me uncomfortable in a different way, but also I still really liked the movie. Yeah. You know? Well, it's just very
1: sleek Mm -hmm. and it's, I think it's quite well directed. It is. I think the acting is very good. Mm -hmm. Like, both Jude Law and Natalie Parman were nominated for Oscars. For that one, yeah. And they both won Golden Globes Mm -hmm. for this movie. Yeah. And I think they were nominated a lot and I think,
0: I think all of them deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And the
1: whole cast was, they won, um, I can't remember what it was, but the Best Ensemble Cast Award for something. Okay. So they, they were all recognized and, in some way or another. Yeah. Um, and they were very good because the movie completely relies on the performances. Like, there's no. It's all. Yeah, there's no like
0: extra people no. and it's just them it's talking just the to four each of them other. In yeah, different
1: permutations of twos mm-hmm. and lots of shit happening. And they're just very intense but very believable. Mm-hmm. And I find it. And also, like I said before, like the dialogue is so clever that even though it's quite mean and, and dark, but it's just, there's something I find really delightful about. Witty wordplay. Yes, I really enjoy it. Yeah, here award nomination nomination. So,
0: oh well, no, it's just not. It was the, the National
1: Board of Order Review Best Acting by an ensemble they won.
0: Oh okay.
1: And Clive Owen won Best Supporting Actor from quite a few critics associations, and Melly mm-hmm. Corman won some. And like I say, they both won the Golden Globes. Yeah. I think it kind of done better if it was maybe a more positive feely movie. Like it's definitely not a feel good movie.
0: <laughs> no. No but I find Oscar movies tend to be dark and sad and all that kind of stuff. That's when you get or like they have to be ugly in some ways yeah, yeah, When that's, that's when they win. That is true. You know. They want a bunch of BAFTAs too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: And Julie made this. Like This was 2004. Four. right? So mm-hmm. this is like right after. So she was like the queen of the 90s, right? Like pretty yeah. woman and everything in the early 90s, sleeping with the enemy. And then a small lull in the middle when she made bombs mm-hmm. like Mary Riley. Yeah. But then at the end of the 90s she did My Best Friend's Wedding
0: and, and uh, Notting Hill. Notting Hill. That's right? the other like one. Amazing,
1: yet. amazing movies. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I've never seen Notting <gasps> Hill. What? 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 Yes. <laughs>
1: Okay, we have to watch that movie.
0: Okay.
1: It's actually amazing movie. Okay. It's so good.
0: I actually love My Best Friend's Wedding. I do love that movie. A great
1: deal. I do too. And I feel like that holds up. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting though, when I watch it now, like, the Michael character is such a dick.
0: <laughs> he's, I don't, I don't want to call him a dick. I don't uh, think he's a dick.
1: I think he is.
0: I think he is just clueless. To... But he wants
1: her to drop out of school and follow him around mm-hmm. in this job, even though she clearly wants to have a career of her own.
0: Yeah, that's true. And
1: he doesn't care at all. And then when she kind of suggests a way, he's like, I'm just the asshole. I wish he'd told us before. Like, he's very, no compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my job and you follow me around or we're done. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a dick move.
0: That is kind of a dick move now that I think about it.
1: And he doesn't seem to care that she's concerned about not going back to school.
0: Oh, you know what's funny about that? Danny Matheson's brother is in that movie. He is! That he little is. guy, the yes. brother of, of I can't Michael. remember. What's his, what's his real name? I can't even remember right now. He
1: looks like Danny Masterson, like a little version.
0: Yeah. But he was in um, Malcolm in the Middle... Right. And um, I didn't know they were brothers for, like, the longest time. Because when there's, like, you watch, like, once you know and you watch them, you're just like, well, you do kind of look alike. They do look alike, But, like, yeah. separately, you're just like, no, no, that's not that's not a thing.
1: He was Christopher and up in the middle,
0: right? No, he was...
1: Isn't that his name?
0: What? I don't think so. Because there was Malcolm Dewey. What is... There, let me just find.
1: Francis.
0: Francis. His His real name is Christopher. Okay, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is Christopher, Christopher. Uh, Matheson, um, right. Masterson, um, and but he played Francis.
1: Right, Francis. That's st- yeah. I cannot believe you haven't seen Naughty Hell.
0: <laughs> Honestly, okay, I'm going to say something else that's going to make you gasp. Okay. I am not the biggest Julia Roberts <gasps> <laughs> I'm sorry. What?
1: Why? She is so charming. Is she really? She is. She's so charming. I don't know. Ugh.
0: I don't know this. She's so.
1: She's. Okay. Did you
0: like Pretty Woman? No. No? No. I also hate Richard. I hate Richard Gere. Oh, I I greatly dislike Richard Gere. Why? But also, but also, Pretty Woman is an awful movie. No, it's an amazing
1: movie. It's It's, an amazing movie. I understand
0: what they're trying to say, but at the same time, she's a prostitute that a man gives a bunch of money to because he doesn't want to feel lonely. I that know, is... but
1: they do fall in love. I mean, I'm not saying that the plot doesn't have some problems.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, especially now. Like, it, it's not the most empowering thing because mm-hmm. it makes it look like it's a cool thing to be a prostitute. Yeah. Um, however, I feel like the execution of that movie, I felt you really could sense the chemistry between Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. Mm-hmm. And they seem to really have a strong connection. And she is smarter than to be a hooker and he recognized yeah. her. Like I felt like there was a real human connection and it was
0: cute. Yeah, but they already did and that in funny. like what trading places. It's fine.
1: No, but they didn't do it like this. I and guess. the fun shopping the fun shopping montage.
0: Yeah, that, that I'm soundtrack. sorry, that montage does not age well because those outfits are horrible. Wow. They're so, they're so 80s it's distracting and you're just like that's what you're going to buy. Oh that. my God. <laughs>
1: I love the 80s. I'm here for it. I totally got it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just,
0: it's such a good movie. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. (laughs) I'll I'll try to forgive you. Please forgive me. I I, I, don't know. But, you know, but on the other side of that, I've actually seen quite a few of, like, quite a lot of her filmography. Surprisingly, a movie of hers that I like, The Mexican Really, I enjoy the crap. Out- I'm not saying it's a great movie; doesn't deserve awards or anything. No. but I enjoy the crap out of that movie. I actually
1: enjoy it too, but I I feel like I wanted to see the two of them together more.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I yeah, was disappointed. I, get that. I yeah. felt like,
1: ooh, Julian Brad Pitt, that's yeah. amazing, and then they, they but of- they're
0: having separate adventures, separate and then they adventures, like yeah. they start at the beginning hating each other. They have separate adventures, and they come back together. Yeah.
1: You know, I understand that. That's what they were going for but it was disappointing on one level to me because I was yeah. hoping for fun chemistry and Their whatever. banter going, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. After That's like Ocean's Eleven and Twelve and stuff like yeah. that, yeah. Those movies are fun but they're not her movies. Oh cool. no, definitely not. They, um,
0: they tried to, what was it, Ocean's Thirteen where they tried to like she had to pretend to be herself. Yeah. Whatever. That was I was so like, terrible. What? That was so <laughs> terrible. So bad. Yeah. Like, the first movie was great, fun, yay. The first second movie, you're just great. like, why are you making this? But eh, all right. The th- the the third movie, you're just like, what are you doing? I
1: agree. Stop I agree. it. They just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah. I watched the Sandra Bullock Oceans 8. 8.
0: Yeah. I thought it was cute. It was cute. Yeah. I do agree it was cute. It was cute. I love the fact that they wanted to rob the Met Gala. I love that. Too. But yes. I think if I was part of their troupe, I would get distracted because I'd want to like look at all the clothes and all of the jewelry and stuff. I would just i love like, that the movie robbing. takes
1: some time to show them all walking around in fabulous dresses.
0: Yes. It's very necessary.
1: And I thought that uh, Kate Blanchett was fabulous in that movie.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yes. Personally, I liked everybody. I, I liked everybody in it. Yeah. That was good. But yes. Aaron
1: Brockovich? Did you watch Aaron Brockovich? I've never
0: seen Aaron. Brockovich. Ah! What? <laughs> <laughs> I know, she won the Oscar for that. Yes. She was wearing that beautiful, what? It was a Valentino dress, was it? Yes, it was. Uh, the vintage, was vintage dress. Valentino dress. The vintage Valentino dress. I was very jealous of that dress. It's I a very nice loved dress. it. Um black and white. Um, yes, that was a beautiful dress.
1: It is a good movie. I think mm-hmm. he would like that movie.
0: Sure. If I get around to it, I'll watch it. (laughs) No, I I think the thing is is that um, any movie somebody recommends to me, there's a very good chance I'll watch it at some point in time, right? right? No matter if I hate the idea or the who's in it or whatever, there's a very good chance at some point in time I'll be bored and it'll be on or somebody's like, here it is, and I'll be like, okay, and just watch it. Um, But definitely, if I have less of an interest in it, it's not going to be at the top of my list. That's fair. Yeah. Have you okay. seen sleeping with the enemy? Yes, I have. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Uh the part where um he's yelling at her because all of the cans in the cupboard are We're not, not board. Yeah. Oh! I
1: know. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yes.
1: It's such a good little signifier too, that when she comes home and then the cans are all straight, it's very terrifying By, to her. Yes. I thought that was very effective. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it was. I agree. I agree. Uh so you like her darker. Her darker oeuvre, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I. No, I think I like my best friend's wedding a great deal. That's a that's a very light, very bright movie. It is a light,
1: bright movie, but it's also the one romantic comedy where she totally does not get the guy.
0: Yeah, that is very true. She does not. And she and does some pretty
1: terrible things.
0: She does, yes. Like, she doesn't
1: deserve to be with him.
0: No. And I, and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy that movie, is that, yeah. she, that they don't end up together. And this is also one of my problems with a lot of romantic comedies, where you're like, there is no reason for you people to be together at the end yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Like, she's done horrible things. You're, you've done horrible things. Yeah. You don't deserve each other. You deserve to just go your separate and she, ways. I like that movie, too, because... She was like at the time
1: the biggest star in the world mm-hmm. and largely for romantic comedies. Yes. So for her to be in this movie, everybody expected that she would end up with him at the end. Yes. And I like 100% thought she would be with I thought she would end up with him. At yeah. The end. I was shocked that he runs off with Cameron yeah. Diaz in that slow-mo oh. limo going yeah. down the road and she's left alone and they don't even give her another boyfriend. But mm-hmm. I love that because it was more realistic. Like,
0: yeah, it's just, more to real just, life. It, yeah, and
1: she ends up just realizing she learns she looks at them ruefully and then mm-hmm. she ends up dancing with her gay best friend her actual best, best friend,
0: friend. yeah yeah.
1: which was a very nice way to end that movie it was satisfying even so. though she didn't end up because I read that they were originally going to cast somebody that she meets someone at the wedding oh, and it yeah, ends no. with her dancing with this new potential love interest mm-hmm. which
0: I think that would have ruined the overall effect of I the movie. agree yeah it would have seemed really cheap Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they they did the right thing For yeah. sure, for sure um, So I guess people system. were Would have been pretty shocked when she did Closer Then.
1: Well, exactly, so like By the time she did Closer, she was Trying, I think, to move away from the Rom-com, and mm-hmm. she was Like, she'd just done Ocean's
2: Eleven, 11 probably
1: maybe, maybe the second one by then, I can't remember, but um, So she was kind of Like, the, two, the early 2000s Late 2000s, she was kind of just in a Hodgepodge of things, mm-hmm. right? and the uh, she was trying, to think, to get more respect. Yes, and yeah. trying to take roles that were slightly elevated.
0: Yeah, at least this wasn't too far. You know, like it's sort of romantic, but it's just not a comedy, and it's more yeah. but real it's so world far from on. the
1: America's Sweetheart kind Thin. of image. Yes, like she does do some terrible things Thin. as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought it was a very brave choice for her.
0: Yeah, and she and the thing is is that she ran with it. Like she picked up that baton and was yeah. like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in this race." And she does. She does yeah. a really great job with this. And I feel
1: like it's not like, I don't think she's closer to that character than, but I mean, I don't think she's really the sunny person all the time.
0: I don't think anybody can be that sunny all no. the time. No, Yeah, no matter how no matter how happy of a person you are, there's a certain point in time where you're just like, I'm not going to smile for two minutes. <laughs> and then you get back to smiling afterwards. Just, just relax. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It is
1: a good one. And I feel like it's kind of been forgotten.
0: It has. Like, it doesn't yeah. have
1: much of a legacy. Like, people don't talk about it. It doesn't come up very much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so when I saw it on the list, I was like, I loved this movie. Yeah. Like, it's such a fun movie to revisit. Mm.
0: But I also think it came out at a time period where this kind of movie was a thing. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of, like, those weird ensemble, slice of life yeah. kind of films coming out slightly darker Mm -hmm. yeah because you know everybody suddenly wanted to make everything realistic you know it's it's just like with anything now you're doing superhero movies where they there's blood and they die or you know teenage comedies where people overdose on drugs you're just like okay i get it but can we go back to a certain point where you're just like oh it's a they're having a party and they're drunk. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Escapism, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. just just a little bit of escapism I would, like that. would I be really that. really nice.
1: Yeah, and
0: was. I understand the want for real characters and the want for like a real story to be told, but that's what documentaries are for. <laughs> let's let's have a little bit of fun. It is interesting. Though
1: right now, I feel right this minute, mm. we are the darkest point of our history of being alive.
0: You think so? No, not I think so. not like the dark ages. Uh,
1: us being alive is you and I, not oh okay, not, not humanity.
0: Yes, okay, gotcha. Like yeah. in,
1: in my life, anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I mean, the fact that Trump just got acquitted, which uh, I knew was going to happen. Yes, is, like there's literally nothing he can't do, mm-hmm. and the Republicans are completely immoral. They've ripped up the Constitution. There are yeah. no checks and balances. Yeah, and every other like like hate crimes are up all around the world. Mm-hmm.
0: Like. It's the, just the threat a- of nuclear warfare uh, has returned for yes. no reason. Yes. Um, there's a disease outbreak happening. Yes. And there's uh, like natural disasters, like
1: crazy fires everywhere. in mm-hmm. Australia, a couple of
0: plane crashes. It um, feels like
1: end times. So yeah. It feels
0: dark. I think this is not the first time I've mentioned this, but I I think this is the start of the apocalypse. I don't know. It does feel so, like, so
1: I feel like, but movies and TV shows, I feel like, are getting kind of dark as well. Like, mm-hmm. they're responding, it's interesting, because like you would think that when times are dark, you get super fluffy things for people, but I don't yeah. feel like that's happening.
0: No, no, I don't think, I think uh, the art is definitely reflecting the times that we're in, yeah. and instead of trying to, uh, not necessarily cover it up but maybe like switch people's thinking about stuff people are just like no this is what it is yeah. this is what you're getting you know so there's a lot of like even comedies and stuff is like purely dark humor yeah you know or uh like serious dramas or like death and destruction and yeah. they're bloody and they're horrible and you know it's and it's just so much stuff being pulled out of you i mean think of like some of the most popular tv shows that we have right now they're Like, uh, what's that show that's out with, um, that just started the other day with Jason Bateman in it and he's like accused of murder.
1: Oh, um, the Stephen King one.
0: Yeah. Oh, so like shows like that, you know, are becoming so popular. True crime, reality or dramas. They're like, they're so, so popular right now. And I'm sitting around trying to like, can I watch something that's not so dark and then everything I watch has this like super dark element underneath it. You I know feel what like I mean? I've been
1: watching so many procedurals and so many mysteries and so many yeah. Like everything is very dark. Mm-hmm. But even the comedies, like Fleabag, it's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it's dark.
0: It's dark. It's so yeah. dark. I haven't wa- I haven't started watching it yet. Oh my god! Um, you have to watch. I will. It. It's I so will so definitely good. get around to watching but it's, it. But... It's
1: it's it's pretty bleak for a mm-hmm. comedy, right? It's very funny. Yeah but bleak things happen in it and she is not a happy person. Person no, and, not at and all. Her family is fucked. Like it's yeah. it's very dark. I yeah. don't want to ruin it too much for you but it's it's, okay. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um and like other movies like or TV shows like catastrophe. It's another catastrophe. It's, I don't know that it's one. like the, oh, hey, it's another British comedy. It's also on Amazon. It's okay. Like, it's basically about this Irish woman and an American man. They fool around, him a on one night stand. She gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. This is and it takes place in London. Okay, and then she calls and lets him know, and he decides to just move to London and try to make a go of it with her. Okay, that's the premise that they're they are these strangers that did a one night stand and then just make the weird decision to try to be a couple so that they can be so like, it's for the the baby. knocked
0: up except international. Yeah, gotcha. And
1: they just it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. Yeah. Um, But they're both very flawed. It's not as dark as Fleabag, but it's not a sunny comedy. Yeah, okay. So it's uh, not like
0: the, you know, 1980s sitcoms or everything's just going to be okay.
1: really, really good.
0: Yeah, but that's like uh, Bojack Horseman. Yeah, Um, I haven't
1: watched that one, but I hear it's quite...
0: It is so good. Yeah. But I will never recommend it to anybody because it's so dark. (laughs) Like, especially, like, every season, they just top... The like the, the darkness bleak. and the bleakness, uh. you know, over and over, and like this is the last season. The last couple episodes just got put up on uh, Netflix, and I was gonna watch it yesterday, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this right now. I gotta, I gotta, I have to be in like yes. a mood, you know, like. But I feel like it, I'm a person
1: that did love Julie Roberts all through the nineties. Like I love very happy, sunny movies and TV mm-hmm. shows. But just, just by the nature of what's been out there, and like, I guess. You know, there are things that are dark that are good that I like, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, I I feel like I'm watching so many things that I normally wouldn't have thought I would watch. Like Black Mirror. Yeah. I I was obsessed with Black Mirror. Mm -hmm. It's the most negative show. Every single thing is just about- It's all
0: about the end of the world and how horrible people are. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: the worst of humanity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it, every episode is how technology brings out the worst in humanity. Yeah, yeah. Um, with very few exceptions, mm-hmm. and I just loved it. So I don't know what's happening to me. I
0: don't know. I've only watched one episode of it, and I didn't like it, so I didn't watch any more of it. Really? Yeah. No, I, I know. It was actually it was a show that was recommended to me by a lot of people. They're like, yeah. "It's right up here. It's all sci-fi and it's weird it's and it's true. funny it's and so it's interesting." Easy. And I'm like, "You're gonna love it, especially like this one, like Star Trek." Parody episode, that's the episode I watched, and I was like, I hated every minute of it. Really? Like, I just, I understood, like, it started, and I was like, that's interesting, oh, okay. And then it kept going, kept going, kept going, and I was like, why is this taking so long to finish? Um, I'm not enjoying this experience. What is going on? It, yeah. yeah. I liked
1: that one. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all quite dark. Like, that one has some dark things in it, too. Oh, it's, yeah,
0: it gets very dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're sure.
1: all a little bit like that, but. You know what, they're also, it's an anthology, right? Yes. So, I mean, it's new characters, new situations. So Every episode, yeah. You could probably find one that you like.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, you but the problem it is it's the, it's the work of doing that in show. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of shows where people are just like, oh, you have to get to, like, episode five. That's when it gets good. And I'm like, I don't have six hours, five no, no, with, hours to Black get there. there you know. don't have
1: to get there because they're all standalones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could just pick one. Like, there's one called San Junipero. It's actually not negative. Okay. It's very cute. Okay. It's actually a happy one.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's true. Oh, it no. is. It is. I might
0: I might have to give another episode a chance, yes. Watch that one. Okay. It's
1: not characteristic of the entire series. Mm-hmm. But it is such a good show that I've revisited that episode if I wanted a
0: boost. Of like just like oh, I need, yeah. yeah, to be a little happier or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. But that's like um what is it, the Love, Sex, and Robots anthology that Netflix did? I tried to watch that, too. I actually loved all of it. There's probably about two of them that I was, like, very... "Mm," I feel like they're just as
1: dark as Black Mirror.
0: Oh, they are. That's what I'm saying. Like, they are as dark, because a lot of them have to do with horrible people doing horrible things or um, technology going against what you think it is and and all this kind of stuff. Um, But I just really liked them. Okay. Yeah, I thought those were really good. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's also cartoons.
0: It is. Well, there's one that's live action, but yes. I don't know. There's a a civilization in a fridge. I don't know what you're going to do about that. I haven't finished it. I'll watch it. I I do like them. I actually do really enjoy it. Especially the, um, there's the three robots one. is my favorite. Um, it's just these three robots are on vacation in a destroyed city and you're just like, where is this? And by the end of it, you realize it's Earth, and, um, it, like, the apocalypse happened, and only robots are left. Oh. And, like, it's nice. just, it's it comes across as just three buddies going, oh, did you see this? Look at that. Oh, I heard about one of these, and blah, blah, blah. And they're just, they're just, it's shit you talk about on vacation, right. you know? And it's just but interesting.
1: Touring Earth post-humans.
0: Yes, yes. So it's really nice and it's very funny it's very nice it's it's very funny (laughs) i don't know it just seemed like conversations i'd have with my friend and then by the end of it you realize oh yeah we're all dead and then there's kind of like pilot of the apes yeah yeah and then there's one about you know yogurt yogurt destroying the earth it's fine (laughs) i'm not gonna try to explain that to you it's just really funny though um. Yeah. There's hey, a couple. There's a couple really weird ones in there. That's have you really... seen
1: um the movie Midsummer?
0: I have not. No. Well, I've I've heard very good things about it. Um, but all of those good things are horror elements, and I'm like, I'm good. Right. I am not a I'm not a horror person, okay. so I
1: don't think you should watch it. Then okay. I watched it because a friend wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. and I kind of regret watching it.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. It's that kind of.
1: Do you know what? It's weird because it's not particularly scary in the sense that.
0: Like, violent? Or no, like. It's very
1: violent, but I mean, oh. <laughs> in terms of this. Well, I mean, it's not scary in the sense where a horror movie has a bad guy stalking people and you worry for their safety and you know that something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, bad things happen, a lot of it off camera, I guess. Okay. But it, it, it's just paced like they're at this cult and you know that bad things are going to happen. But it's not paced in a way like a horror movie where you're, like,
0: oh, But it it makes you uneasy the whole time. You're very uneasy.
1: And then when the bad things happen, like, some of it is so disgusting. Uh, I wish I hadn't seen it. And then the director just cuts. Like, usually... There's some sort of build up. The music builds up, and you know something. So you have the opportunity to close close your eyes if you want. Right? Yeah. And then you know when it's over. Yeah. Well, and this, it's kind of presented in a sort of a bland way, almost like yeah. it's just a normal thing. And then and then they cut away, and they have other people talking, and then it just cuts back to the gore. Yeah. Right. And, and then so you don't really have a chance to. There's no warning. You can't cover your no eyes. There's no way to
0: look away from it. So right? I kept yeah. like,
1: and I just. Oh, sorry,
0: I sort of <laughs> All right. Yeah. Definitely not going to see that one, no. then. No, definitely not. All right, yeah, yeah, no, okay, yes. <laughs> okay, just- <laughs> and now you're thinking about right, it. Now Let's get back it. to closer. Let's then. get back to closer. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I, I don't know. I like. Um, I found myself enthralled by the overall movie, so I didn't take that many notes. Um, but definitely, like, like there was just a lot of stuff in it. You know, like it, I, also find the like cinematography of the whole movie, you know, really cool. Like especially like her the scene where you go to like the art exhibit and she has the f- the photographs. Yes. And they're all light boards that are giant and yeah. they're leaning and it's light and it's dark and you know. everybody's got like these shadows on their faces it's and beautiful. people are hiding and people yeah. aren't hiding and I and feel all that like kind like of it's stuff. It's
1: such a sleek, beautifully shot movie. It's mm-hmm. also I feel like in a way. I was gonna say it's kind of a bullet artifice because everything is really beautiful on the outside, yeah. but then these people are quite
0: dark and, and
1: terrible on the inside. inside. Yes, yeah. um, which is maybe part of the intent
0: of the overall. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But the interesting thing is, like, I feel like these people are openly bad people in a weird way because mm-hmm. they're so addicted to saying the truth.
0: Yeah, but they're also when you first meet them, they're. Disarmingly charming. Yes. Right? That's right. Because when you first meet, like, um, uh, Natalie Portman or you first meet, uh, oh my God, I forgot his name, Judah, you're just like, oh, he seems like a really nice guy. Oh, they're all together. They're
1: so cute. Yeah,
0: they're, they banter, yeah. they're laughing, and yeah. you're just like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. And it's very All of them interesting. Are kind of like that yeah. too.
1: Like Julia is, I think she's very charming. Probably, yeah, Clive Owen just looks like such a good
0: guy. But, yeah, like and you like you feel bad for him at you that do point feel in time bad because for him. Yeah. you're just like, oh, he's just a lonely guy. He's being pervy at work, so he's he's on like a chat line or whatever. And I thought that part was really funny, though. I thought so, uh, <laughs> That
1: was a great conversation. No, it, was, yeah. it was. It was hilarious.
0: And then he gets set up and, and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, you feel bad for him. You're but like, it oh, it really
1: works out for him.
0: Yeah, it works out for yeah. him, right? But then as their characters progress and as time goes by, you're just like, oh, I don't feel sorry for you anymore. Exactly. You're yeah. a dick. I really wish that didn't work out. I wish she slapped you and walked away. Yeah, you know, exactly. that kind of thing. Um, but that also reminds me of something. So, right at the beginning of the movie, when they meet and um, Natalie Portman gets hit by the car, she turns her head and she says, Hello, stranger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the thing is, is you realize she doesn't know him, he doesn't know her, and they never know each other by the end of the movie, really.
1: Well, she's never even told him
0: her, her, her real, real name. name. yeah. But one thing I realized as well, so the part at the art gallery when um, just after Julia Roberts is talking to Jude Law and comes back, Clive Owen turns to her and says, Hello, stranger. Oh. And that also means, like, I think the correlation is, th- that's the only time it's said, until the end when they're quizzing each other or whatever. Right. Um, but that's the only time where it's said in earnest, like, yeah, hello, as a, as, stri- part, as, of as part of a conversation. Yeah. And it leads me to believe that that's a like a point where just like you have to realize he doesn't know what's going on he doesn't know something bad is happening right so it's the two people that were cheated on say hello stranger to the people who cheat right yeah that's interesting so I picked up on that that's a
1: good observation Mm -hmm.
0: so I I, I'm hoping it was purposeful and if it wasn't purposeful but you did something right.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it was a play first, right? So he's had a lot of time. Like I feel like plays are more concerned with symbolism sometimes.
0: Yes, yeah, right? because and they
1: structure because it's all yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and then I that's a carryover. Yeah, like it's very formality. Like it's very formally structured.
0: Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, because oh. it's very much set up in, like, vignettes, like scenes. Yeah. And they jump and they jump. And I think each jump is, what, a year apart or something like that? I can't recall. But, yeah, yeah. they
1: jump forward. And...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's very interesting. It'd be interesting to see it made now in the current climate. Yeah. Because it would be hard to write a movie where women are so meekly taking all this abuse.
0: True. Yes. Like, I'd wonder. I wonder if they would switch... The yes. roles, uh, maybe. you know, yeah. Or um, they'd want to do something crazy like it's, you know, it's a gay couple, a lesbian couple, and yeah. a guy and a girl get together. Like they'd they'd want to throw they some sort of up some,
1: some some way,
0: yeah. yeah. And
1: like I mean, the power of that scene with um, Clive Owen and Natalie Portman in the Strip Club
0: mm-hmm.
1: is partly because of the uncomfortable power imbalance, but you know, that's in there. But yeah. more than ever now, I feel like people be very uncomfortable. That
0: scene, yeah, but the th- but you have to realize too is that, um, uh, one of the reasons why that scene works as well is that he thinks he has all the power, yeah, whereas she's actually the one with the power because he can't touch her. You're on tape, yeah, if anything happens to me, no, you're a dead man, out, yeah. and you come out, you know. So I like, I can even like wave my hand and call them in here, yeah. So like, she has she does a have a backing, that amount of
1: power, but yeah,
0: but he she's... has a certain amount of control. Yeah. You know, he has, she has to service him. It's
1: interesting, though, that she's telling him her real name. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder why.
0: I think it has to do with the fact that they were both in the same situation and they, they both found out a truth and yeah. he deserves truth. Yeah,
1: but you know? she wasn't willing to open up about it.
0: No, no. But I also think that's because he wouldn't believe what she said. Right. Just like at the end when um, Jula wouldn't believe her, she just starts to shut down and she's just like, nope. And here, I'm just going to tell you what you want to hear. I had sex with him. We did it all night. It was dirty and disgusting. Is that what you want to hear? And he's like, I knew it. And she's like,
1: I don't love you anymore.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a good point not to love somebody at that point in time where you won't believe someone just because you heard something. And then you're going to lord it over me until I confess to something that isn't true. You know? So she's not believed.
1: It's a very frustrating arc for her.
0: It is. Yeah. But you, but that is like a proper point to just be like, I don't love you anymore. Yes. You know?
1: It's the best thing she could do. Mm-hmm. And it was the most powerful thing she could do. She could
0: do. Just walk away yeah. from the situation.
1: Because he can't control that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And he thinks he can because yeah. that's what he's been doing all along. His... He's
1: been just sort of taking who he wants. And even if there's like... Obstacles. He knows he's going to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. It seems. Yes. And he's he always succeeds. Yeah. He gets Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. and then he gets Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah.
0: Which just it just seems not right. He's a beautiful I
1: mean, man, but I mean, I just I hated him.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he also did Alfie around that time too, where he played kind of the same That's true. asshole didn't... character, yeah. and you're just like, I understand you're you're pretty, and you kind of come across as smug, but don't be the asshole of Hollywood. Like, that is not a place you want to be in. Well, he was
1: also in The Talented Mr. Ripley, where he was kind of the same rich, careless, snobby snobby guy. guy. Yeah. But he gets kind of punished for that. And
0: he's also in The New Pope right now, where he plays... Well, technically in The New Pope. He's in Oklahoma? I don't know. But his character is like... He's the Pope, and he's... Not the New Pope, the young Pope, sorry. Um... Where he's a guy who becomes pope, but he's very young, but he's also very progressive, and he's snobbish, and he's because he's so beautiful, and people need to understand him, and all this kind of stuff. And you're just like, I want to watch you do this because it's fantastic, but oh my god, you're such an asshole, (laughs) you know? Like you're You're just just like, come on. It. Well, I only watched the the first season and half of the second season, so I have to catch back up. But I loved the first season. I thought the first season was fan fantastic. Really. The second season kind of meandered and I think that's why I stopped and I was like, "Oh, I'll catch up, I'll catch up." And then I haven't as right. yet. Right. But now um, John Malkovich is in it and I'm like, "Oh, well, I got to get back on that train." <laughs> uh, so so yeah. Yeah, I got to get back on there.
1: I didn't have any interest in watching it, but now I feel I will, because people mm-hmm. keep talking about it.
0: I accidentally watched, it just came on after I was watching something, and it was one of those things, that I only got, no, I got nothing else to watch. Right. So I sat there and I watched it, I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> play so, strikes again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think you should give it, give it two episodes. Okay. And, and, uh. Yeah. I'm
1: curious, and I do I do like him. I haven't really seen him much lately. Mm-hmm. Do you remember he was in AI? He was like the gigolo robot?
0: Never watched that movie. Oh! Never seen it.
1: I wouldn't recommend it, actually. Mm. I didn't really like
0: it. I know a lot of people did not like it, and I think that's one of the reasons why I never saw it while I was in theaters. And since then... I don't think even like networks want to pick it up and stuff because it's not been on TV. Yeah, it's, it's not. I don't even think it's on Netflix or anything. Like I think it's been forgotten kind it's of weird. thing. And so. it's Steven
1: Spielberg, which he usually doesn't get forgotten.
0: No, exactly. Um, but but yeah, no, I've never seen that one because of that. Like I don't. I won't, I won't actively look for it. But if I come across it, I'll have a watch. But he's I, sort of charming
1: in it. He's like a gigolo robot. Robot, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And That's he's all like that uncanny valley, you know, plastic yes. face. Yeah. Kind of look, yes, I think so. He's played a
1: lot of that, and he was a male hooker in uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil too. Was he in that? Yeah, I think so. I think he was the.
0: I've only seen that movie once, and it was like when it came out. Yeah, no, that was like so long ago, twenty-five years ago, something like that. Uh I don't know. Yes, I know. Anyways, Anyways. us young people are going to continue our discussion. That's right.
1: right. We saw that on like video years Years later.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I saw this like a year ago. It was fine. That movie is so old, unlike me. (laughs) It's fine. Oh, it's, oh God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway, yeah. I was
1: glad to have the chance to rewatch this movie mm-hmm. because it doesn't come up very often in the conversation and it's actually very good. I yes. enjoyed it again.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I think the, the saddest part with some of these movies, when you rewatch it again, you're just like, oh, God, no. You know? But when you rewatch it and you're just like, oh, that holds up. Just, like, it's, yeah. it's like a weight off your chest kind of thing. I though. agree. Mm-hmm. And also, they don't
1: really talk. Like, normal people talk.
0: No, they don't. Like,
1: it's very stylized, their conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of, in a way, timeless, because it's not like they're mimicking the conversation style of the time. Yeah. Like, it's just and very mannered. Also,
0: one thing I realized with the movies is they, they very little use technology, except for the ones you know, on the computer, right. which kind of ages the movie. Yes. Um, but everything else, is ju- it's just them face-to-face, and yeah. they're in situations where... Like, they're on the street in London, and they, they pick up a black cab. Black cabs have looked the same exactly since forever. And
1: strip clubs have always been around. Yeah. And continue to be around. And
0: they look the same, you know? So yeah. it's it's not like... They're not trying to text each other. They're not going to a video store. They're not... Uh, I don't know yeah. What's something that's really They're not talking about Bill Clinton Like they're not It's not in yeah. a he, place. Didn't,
1: he didn't lard it With pop culture references References
0: Exactly Yeah Yeah,
1: And because it was a play first Like it's not like Dependent on a lot of technology That would have been difficult To put on, but, on a stage
0: mm. Oh that's That's a question add. So the part where he's um, Like Typing uh, Typing Do you remember if on stage Like if they had a different Oh Dynamic for that was like how would they have done that?
1: I don't remember because I've never seen it staged. I, oh, that's true. I, yeah, I only read it.
0: So, but uh, like say in the book, like it say feel something like, it like
1: would have been, maybe they had a screen and you could see the words or something very visual. or they, yeah. maybe they're it's more effective to see the words than to have them read it out. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I don't know how they. Would if have they
0: read it, 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 it out, it would have been so vul- like so yeah. excessively vulgar. Oh joking. my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It would have been
0: funny. Actually the really funny part was when um Jude Law was just like he's like, Oh yeah, and he goes at the keyboard. And <laughs> just yeah. like all the letters I'm like, You're believing this? You think this is this is how it works? No. That was so funny. <laughs> and he's there with his cigarette, smoking his drinking his like whatever and just going at the keyboard. And you got Clive on the other side, he was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. That was a very
1: cute scene.
0: It was. It's very it's so gross, but it's hilarious. it is yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, any other notes or anything about either of these movies?
1: Um, not really. I mean, I feel like the comic book villains one is sort of, it's probably a reason why it's kind of forgotten. It's yes. not a very exceptional movie.
0: Yeah. But it's... it would
1: appeal to people maybe that had a very specific interest.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think it's, I don't think per se it's like a bad movie. It's just forgettable yeah but yeah, it's kind yeah.
1: Of but it's easy to watch and it was mm-hmm. and without knowing anything about it it was pretty surprising
0: yeah yeah
1: it's um interesting. and closer i feel like i feel it hasn't really aged that uh-huh. poorly really and i've always liked it yeah but it will probably continue to have the same reception with people because it is a chilly movie
0: it is yeah and it's and i think it's meant to make people uncomfortable yeah and as with like the me too movement and um women's rights and all that kind of stuff it makes people more uncomfortable 100 percent this movie will
1: not make people feel
0: yeah like 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 if you're if you are easily offended (laughs) by coarse language or vulgar conversation and if you
1: dislike seeing women being debased and yes which and men being praised. That. And men being toxic.
0: Yeah. Um, for being horrible people and all that kind of stuff, yeah. then it may not be a movie for you. But if you want to see how to do a really good character study yeah. film where people have conversation and it's beautifully shot and everything and edited and together. Very
1: well acted, yeah. And very, very interesting dialogue. Like witty, yeah. mm-hmm. fun, eloquent dialogue.
0: Yeah. And you're just shocked at how gross it is (laughs) you know yeah definitely just have to
1: give into it but yeah Mm,
0: yeah i mean i i like that you have this like deep love of film because you have made a film yeah yes um (laughs) it's it's i I think making a film is on my bucket list definitely it was a short film but still but still like i think it's i think it's good to like if you're gonna be part of an art be able to understand the art yeah and i
1: mean i've always loved movies like my whole life so Mm -hmm. like i've always aspired to make one and that's why i work in film and television Mm -hmm. to sort of be part of this process even if it's on you know currently on the business end yeah um but yeah like it's it's fun to be able to think of characters or stories that you'd like to tell experiences that you've had Mm -hmm. and then put them out there for people. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: sometimes it works out well, like, closer, and sometimes it doesn't work out as well as comic book villains. But 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 the fact he took the chance to do it, right? I mean,
1: for him, actually, it's probably satisfying because, like, as we read, like, that writer-director, like, he's himself a comic book Mm aficionado. So it's probably very close to him. like, he's probably very proud of the movie. Yeah. And it probably maybe does say exactly what he wanted it to say. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, like, my film, like, my film Gaijin, which was like, a short film that I made just about the plight of being a gay Asian man and trying to date in Toronto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in turn, like, the racism that you end up encountering. Yeah. It was a comedy, but it was, it was, like, my story. And it was a story that I felt hadn't been told. It was fun to get out there. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, yeah whether
0: can... other people like it or not, as yeah. long as you believe you told... Your yeah. truth and your story, I think. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you just
1: sort of contributed. It. And like the good news is like most people that saw it, I mean, people that would bother to tell me one way or the other, they seem to like it. I mm-hmm. got into lots of festivals. It was like 24 festivals around the world. And yes. I yeah. would like introduce it. And after in the Q&A, it would be lively conversation. Good. And okay. I had a lot of people of color come up to me afterwards and thank me for making it and say they really related to it. They don't see very much like that that kind of representation yeah so that's why one of the first actually if i can bring this around like um the first one of the first festivals that programmed it was the real asian film festival which is a festival that's dedicated to showcasing films by asians so east asians and south asians Mm -hmm. and uh like it's it's here in toronto and um it's a really good festival like it's been around for a very long time Mm -hmm. i'm on the board and I, i joined the board Because they had supported my film, Mm -hmm. and so I've always had a soft spot for them. Yeah. And because I also support what they do, their mandate to sort of showcase... Different uh, different talent and stories and stuff. ...who, you know, are largely ignored. It's getting a little bit better, but Mm -hmm. Hollywood certainly, and Canada, like, they don't showcase a lot of Asian work. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. this festival is trying to correct that. Yeah. Um, So anyway, they, the Real Asian Festival has a fundraiser every year it's the lunar new year fundraiser Mm -hmm. and uh the next one is coming up on february 27th and it's a 12 course meal there'll be a silent auction there'll be some sort of entertainment Mm -hmm. and uh it's supporting a very good cause a very good festival sounds
0: like a fantastic cause yeah yeah
1: so i mean if anyone's interested it'd be great like you can buy tickets like just go to uh Real Asian site I think it's realasian.ca okay if I'm wrong about that if you just google film yeah I'll I'll, uh,
0: definitely put a link on the website and everything so people can get to it and find it and stuff like that yeah and I'll be there so Mm -hmm. I mean
1: it'd be fun to meet people too yeah you get
0: to to meet the uh, the podcast star Austin (laughs) (laughs) who's also a writer and a director Uh, he's you know he he does all the things I do
1: all the things I'm trying to do it again I'm I'm writing again oh wow okay
0: that's fantastic yeah so we'll have to Get you back again and talk about that, huh? Yeah, that
1: would be great. Yeah, <laughs> wait, I'd love, I, to, I'd love to be on your shelf.
0: Yes. Oh, that'd be yes, that'd be amazing. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, because I'm not at R. Uh, wait, Gajan. I'm not a G's yet. No. So you have a chance. I do. There's yeah, a yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that sounds really awesome. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I'll put a link on the website and stuff so people can find it and nice, things. That would be great. Yeah. Right. First time I had somebody plug something on my show. It's really exciting. Uh, uh, anyways, but I hope we can get you back before Valentine's Day next year. Yeah, no, for and, sure. Uh, yeah. So we could talk about some other fantastic movie in some way, and you can probably tell us about some cool uh, real Asian films that were on this year. Yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, it'd yeah, be awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me again. Thank you for coming. You're always the fun um fun guests to have for well, sure i always
1: have a good time
0: yay i well because i you with candy and yes well, that is true yes <laughs> i have a giant bowl of heart-shaped candy as you know still in front of me and we're both just eyeing it like can it's, i eat it's some very now very festive
1: and delicious looking <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: well that's it for this episode of off my shelf uh until next time you can follow along on instagram and twitter at oh my shelf or you can send an email to omyshelf at gmail.com On the next episode, we'll be talking about the Conan the Complete Quest, which includes Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Hope you'll be here to listen.